Hello and welcome to Plan B, a podcast about all the latest news and updates related to citizenship by investment by CS Global Partners, a London-headquartered legal government advisory and marketing firm. My name is Aisha Mohammed, and I'm your host. In our last episode, we spoke with James McKay from McKay Research, who developed the CBI Index, which came out last summer in its fourth edition. James walked us through the newest edition's methodology and what makes the CBI Index such an effective tool for investors looking to attain second citizenship. You can catch up on that episode and others by subscribing to Plan B on Spotify or iTunes. You can also find an episode breakdown on our website at www.csglobalpartners.com under the resources section or by following CS Global Partners on YouTube. We at CS Global Partners believe in the power of a citizen of the world. And to make sure everything we do also projects that energy, at the end of this episode, we'll share the top five countries with the largest immigration rates. On today's show, we'll be talking about due diligence, the cornerstone of CBI in the Caribbean. But first, some CBI highlights and updates from this week. The much-anticipated visa-free African Union, also known as the AU Passport, is expected to be introduced as part of the African Continental Free Trade Area this year. The passport is forecasted to boost trade, tourism and the overall economy of the continent. Holders of the passport would be exempt from having to obtain any visa for all 55 AU member states. The Malta Residency Visa Agency published the final version of its updated terms for the Malta Residency Visa Programme, henceforth referred to as the Malta Permanent Residence Programme. The changes will include the removal of the bond investment requirement and an increase of the real estate investment minimum. No changes have been made to the rental prices. Lastly, Prime Minister of Dominica, Dr. The Honourable Roosevelt Skerritt, recently participated in a webinar conducted by The Guardian Nigeria, where he discussed the Citizenship by Investment programme of Dominica. He noted that by the end of 2021, the visa-free and visa-on-arrival access to Dominicans would increase by 20 to 25%. He also said that visa-free access to China is on the horizon. And those are this week's CBI updates. On today's show, we welcome Annika Soderlund, one of the legal assistants at CS Global Partners. Annika will walk us through the details of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis' due diligence procedures. Welcome to Plan B, Annika. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. With the UK in its third lockdown, how are you spending your time? Usual, working from home. Yeah, definitely. Great. So let's get started. Why is due diligence so important to the CBI programs of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis? So due diligence in this context uh, refers to the vetting of CBI applicants to determine whether there are suitable candidates for second citizenship. A strict approach to due diligence protects the programs, the people and the international partners of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis for illicit actors. Having a strong system of due diligence is essential to the national security of both countries. It also plays an important role in shaping both countries' relationships with their international partners. The fact that other countries trust Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis to truly vet applicants is reflected in the growing number of countries to which citizens of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis may travel without a visa. As well as protecting the reputation of the programs, implementing a system of robust due diligence means that applicants can be sure they are making a quality investment as their new citizenship is and will continue to be highly rewarded worldwide. 
To summarize, due diligence is undoubtedly an important aspect of a robust CPI program, because the integrity of the CPI program is vital to its reputation and attractiveness. It is through advanced due diligence that the CPI programs of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis remain highly reputable and ensure compliance with the highest industry standards. What due diligence checks are the applicants subject to in both Dominica and in St. Kitts and Nevis? The due diligence process is multi-layered and starts with the program's authorised agents who submit applications to the respective citizenship by investment unit. Authorised agents are required to undertake lawyer client processes and also must submit their KUSE report to the unit along with each citizenship application. As part of their application, applicants must obtain various documents providing their identity, moral character, health and source of funds. Each of these documents must either be submitted in original form or via a certified and legalized copy. Upon submission of an application to respective unit, internal vetting by unit staff who are trained in anti-money laundering, anti-terrorism financing and document review commences. The unit also cooperates closely with international due diligence agencies and regional and international law enforcement bodies. Applications are forwarded to mandated due diligence agencies operating in specific regions, which perform both online and on-the-ground reviews of applicants, their families, and their source of Additionally, applications are forwarded to international and regional law enforcement agencies, including Interpol and JRCC. Due diligence is always evolving, and in the near future, applicants may be subject to biometric testing, as part of the comprehensive due diligence procedures. Interesting. Because this vetting process is quite extensive, do you think it presents as a deterrent for busy high net worth individuals? While it is true that the vetting process is extensive, the citizenship by investment process, on the other hand, remains straightforward. This is because the bulk of due diligence process takes place away from the applicant and the burden is placed on the governments and their international and regional partners. Additionally, during the document gathering stage, applicants have highly experienced agents to guide them step-by-step step through the process and respond to any queries they may have. Dominica and St. Kitts and Nuis do not compromise when it comes to due diligence as the extensive vetting process has wide-ranging benefits for the individual applicant and the global community. Right, so does this commitment to due diligence ever entirely exclude anyone from applying to the CBI programs of Dominica or St. Kitts and Nevis? There are many red flags that will immediately exclude a person from the programs of Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis. Obvious ones are a criminal record or one's name on a sanctioned person or wanted list. Less obvious ones include reputational risk concerns or an unclear source of funds. Additionally, no person can obtain economic citizenship of Dominica or St. Kitts and Nevis if they have a visa denial from any of the countries to which citizens of Dominica or St. Kitts and Nevis have a visa-free access. Where an applicant has been denied a visa to one such country, that applicant must subsequently obtain a visa or a residence permit in that country to be eligible for economic citizenship. Finally, both Dominica and St. Kitts and Nevis bar individuals certain nationalities from applying altogether if on the ground due diligence cannot be adequately performed in those countries. 
in Dominica, for example, people from North Korea, Sudan, and Iran are barred from applying, except if they have not lived in these countries for at least 10 years, have no substantial assets there, and have not performed any business or similar activity in. In St. Kitts and Nevis, applicants from Afghanistan, Iran, and North Korea are barred from applying. And lastly, Dominica is a vocal advocate for a coordinated Caribbean-wide due diligence and transparency effort. Can you tell us a little bit about what this means? Dominica is indeed an advocate for greater collaboration between CBI countries when it comes to due diligence. I mentioned that CARICOM's GRCC is one of the regional law enforcement agents involved in the due diligence process of Dominica and St. Kitts. Well, the JRCC provides an additional shared layer of due diligence between all five, five Caribbean CBI programs. Another example of a coordinated approach to due diligence is that all Caribbean CBI nations protect international open borders by mandating the rejection of applicants who have been denied a visa to any of their visa-free travel destinations. In the future, collaboration might extend to adopting similar disclosure forms and sharing information on applicants although an exact framework for these changes has yet to be fully explored. Coordination among the Caribbean member states is only one component of how countries like Dominica commit to international safety and transparency. Dominica, for example, publishes the name of every successful applicant quarterly in its official gazette. Dominica also ensures that funds received through the program are itemized in the national budget, so anyone can see how CBM money is being spent. In 2019, Dominica invited experts from PwC to audit the program and the findings were published. Those are all of our questions. Thank you so much for joining us today, Annika. We appreciate all of your insight. This concludes our second episode of season three. If you have any topics or questions regarding the due diligence of CBI programs and you would like for us to discuss them on Plan B, let us know and we'll be happy to have an expert address them. Now we'd like to ask you, our listeners, what more do you think the governments can do to strengthen their due diligence procedure further? Let us know in the comments. Before we bid goodbye, as promised, here are the top five countries with the most immigrants in the world. In fifth place, we have the UK with 10 million immigrants. That's 3.7% of the world's total migrant population. India, Poland and Pakistan are the top three birth countries for the UK's foreign-born residents. Fourth, we have Russia with 12 million immigrants, which is 4.4% of the world's migrant population. The largest migrant communities in Russia include Chinese, Uzbeks and Tajiks. Third is Saudi Arabia with 13 million immigrants who are 4.7% of the total world's migrant population. In the last decade, the number of immigrants in Saudi Arabia has risen more than most nations. That has led to nearly one third of the country's population consisting of immigrants. Between 2010 and 2015, the number of foreign-born residents in Saudi Arabia rose to a staggering 93%. Second, we have Germany. It has 13 million immigrants who are 4.8% of the total world's migrant population. By virtue of its robust economy, Germany is one of the most popular destinations for immigrants. Factors that have influenced immigration to Germany include a well-developed infrastructure, an elite education system and a floundering Eurozone. 
First, as many of you may have guessed, is the United States of America. It has 51 million immigrants, which is 19% of the total world's migrant population. The United States is by far the most popular destination for the world's immigrants. With more than 51 million foreign-born residents living in the US, the country has nearly four times as many immigrants as any other nation in the world. The attraction to the United States is primarily due to opportunity, economic and social. The US is the world's largest economy and has one of the world's highest per capita GDPs. The United States also offers well-developed infrastructure, financial markets, a solid education system and religious freedom. And that's all from us today. Next Wednesday, we'll be back with Micah Emmett, the CEO of CS Global Partners and the editor-in-chief of Truly Belong, a magazine for those who identify as citizens of the world. The publication is set to release the 8th edition on the 10th of February. Remember, you can follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and YouTube to never miss an episode and stay in tune with all things CBI. Until then, if you have any questions about CBI and would like to find out more, please visit www.csglobalpartners.com. Thank you for listening and stay safe. Audio.